The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio studios in Toronto with Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle. Well, good afternoon. Good morning, I should say. <laughs> Indeed, but the, the sun is shining uh, today. Wolfgang Klein, host of The Money Show. We call it Hi-Fi Radio, high finance with a little fidelity weed into it to make it all so much better. I hope you're doing well. hope your weekend is off to a fine, a fine start. Uh, that's it. Summer feels like it's here. Uh, optimism is in the air. Um, and let me ask you, friends at home, uh, you're getting a little taste of retirement right here, right now. Uh, what do you think? Do you like it? I don't. I'm 55 years old, and uh, yeah, no, this retirement thing, I can tell, uh, is not going to bode well for Wolfgang Klein. Nope, nope, icky guy. Got to have purpose in life. Sitting around the house too long, too much. I'm getting stiff. Oh, on the couch too much. It's not good. It is not good. Uh, nope, got to keep moving. So I came up north for a couple of days. Uh, Kathleen, of course, my beautiful bride, staying back to monitor the camp and we have an 18 year old you do not leave an 18 year old home alone especially when they request to stay alone <laughs> red flags on that front uh, with their instagram they think they're so smart do they we've all been there haven't we uh but uh, indeed you get away and uh, you bring your own supplies uh, fully self-equipped and it feels as though covid is gone Nothing has changed when you go to the cottage. It is the way it always has been. It's a beautiful thing. You get outside, you have a little fire, you barbecue, you sleep well, you wake up, you do it all over again. And my dog is having so much fun, indeed. Uh, JJ is on the line with us, otherwise known as John Johnston. He's a good friend of mine. I worked with JJ, uh, oh, golly, almost 20 years ago at one of the big six banks. And, of course, he parted ways with the banks, as did I. And uh, we continue to become very good friends. Um, JJ, uh, you uh, teed up your retirement right in around the time, or I should say semi-retirement, right in around the time of COVID, uh, which is quite ironic. So uh, we're, all, we're all dancing to the same drummer right now. Uh, how's it going so far? It's good. It's good. It's um, My work patterns haven't changed because I didn't go into the office that much. I only went in when I had a social reason to be in town. I live just on the east side of the city. And uh, I wasn't inclined to be in the city unless uh, there was a reason to be in the office plus a reason to do something social at the same time. Uh, so I, I left the office on February the 21st to go to a music festival. Then my wife and I went on a three-week vacation, came back, and I've been in the office for maybe 20 minutes since February the 21st. And we actually shut the office down, so we've, everybody's been working remotely uh, since probably late February. I don't remember the exact date cause I was long gone, but, um, it's, uh, it's an interesting environment. It's, uh, it takes a while. Like I, it, I've been at this now for almost a year, uh, and kind of the whole COVID thing didn't give me any alternative. So I had to make sure I had a good workspace at home. Uh, so I've got you know my office properly set up. I've got two screens on my desktop computer. I've got my laptop, and I sit here looking at a bunch of my concert posters over the years. Have a nice 
sunlight coming in the window and a breeze. Uh, so it's, it's actually worked into evolved in this COVID period into a very constructive work environment for me. So it's, it's actually worked out really well. I know it's very difficult for other people and I feel terrible for them. And, and yeah. I see it every time I go to the grocery store or uh, the liquor store. You know, people are the front line workers are there. They got basically weren't treated well before, and now they're they're our heroes. So hopefully, we'll treat them well down the road. But um, if you just tune uh, in, by the way, to the show, uh, John Johnson is on the line with us. He's a uh, chief strategist, um, market advisor uh, to Davis Ray. Uh, JJ, as we like to refer to him, has has been on uh, Bay Street for well over forty years. He's also a big Grateful Dead fan. And while he's got a taste of uh, semi-retirement right now, continues to uh, perform and uh, produce and remain relevant, but more so on his terms. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's a fun segue into a money show, of course, because much of our time in the money business is focusing on getting people to the point of retirement. Um, but retirement is so much more than just money. And we are certainly learning about that right here, right now. As many of us are getting a quick taste of, well, pseudo semi-retirement and, well, there's a lot of hours in the day. And we certainly are all saving probably, I don't know, 10, 15 percent of our time not having to commute. Uh, it's a different world. It's a different speed. It's a different time. Um, and we thought perhaps 2020 would be a repeat of the roaring 20s. And it still can as the decade is Early, and it is early in the morning, my good friends. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto, of course. Jack Hartle is uh, remotely tuned into the show, dialed in as always, the right-hand man, and uh, we will chat with Jack when we come out of commercial break. Good friends, get yourself a cup of coffee, turn up your radio, let's have some fun, and let's make some money on Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network. 640 in Toronto. Money. Let's take a break. But after, Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Welcome back, my good friends. This is a show about money. I call it Hi-Fi Radio. It's on the Global News Radio Network. Thank you very kindly for tuning in. We're here to help you have a little more money in your pocket. Uh, the times, they have changed. Uh, 2020 is not the year anyone anticipated. That is for sure, but it is what it is. You know, it's remarkable uh, that individual, um, well, actually, a few individuals, both men and women, who are over the age of 100, who have contracted the disease and survived the disease. And uh, perhaps uh, they, they had a, a brush with the, the Spanish flu and survived that as well and had immunity. We don't know. Uh, but it's just remarkable what others have been through. And they've seen the movie before and they survived it and they moved forward. It's very, very encouraging. CBC is doing a wonderful job covering those individuals. Um, it puts a smile on my face, and that's what it's all about. We need to continue to smile and march forward. Uh, Jack Hartle, how you doing, my good friend? Pretty good up here in Newmarket. Uh, jealous of you up at the cottage there, Wolf. You've had a couple of nice days. Oh, it's gorgeous. It, it's absolutely – this feels like May 2-4 weekend. I think we got gypped again. Last weekend was no May 2-4 weekend, but it kept us – Socially distant, which is a good thing. And uh, well, I think I'm being compliant. I, I, I bought up all my supplies. I, I intend to do no shopping. 
you know, I went to my favorite dairy bar, the Kawartha Dairy, to get my annual start to the season milkshake. And they were uh, offering me scooped ice cream, but no milkshakes. I scratched my head. I said, well, if you're going to scoop, you could probably add some milk and put it in the blender. I don't get it. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it is what it is, my good friends. I miss my milkshake. And yes, they got to, they they had a canopy previously. Now they got, of course, a uh, 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 what do you call it, a corral that you have to walk through. It's not busy, of course, but uh, I can just see it this summer. People six feet apart. Uh, apart. It's uh, it, the Quarter Dairy Jack is very similar to to Weber's. Eh? Uh, Weber's back in the eighties was the place to get your burger, and Quarter Dairy uh, Dairy Bar is the place to get your milkshake. Uh, Muskoka versus Kawartha Lakes, my good friend. Uh, but anyways, it is a nice day, and uh, JJ Johnson joined us. Uh, Jack, thanks for tuning, uh, tuning up the guest for the week, by the way. Appreciate your efforts on that. Uh, JJ, Chief Market Strategist with Davis Ray, uh, semi-retired. I don't think he's retired. I don't think he's semi-anything, uh, JJ. Uh, but here's a man who's been through how many Grateful Dead shows, JJ? Uh, not as many as a lot of deadheads. They were spread out over the years, 1973 to 92. And how many shows did you see? Uh, I don't know, including some of the spin-offs. I don't know, maybe fifty or sixty. Some people went to hundreds. I just didn't have time for it. Oh, so so you, so you were a semi dead fan watching fifty. Well, I've been, I'm a big dead fan. I just didn't go on tour and sleep in my car and stuff. Now I did see over a hundred Almond Brothers concerts because I I like them better. But Almond anyway. Brothers, yeah. So here, here's something for you, JJ. Uh, the Elma Combo. Um, you must have spent a few nights in that venue. Oh yeah. And of course, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, if, if, if it was the Jack Dragonstein guy, uh, Weckerly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Weckerly, the, the Weck. Uh, is it Mike Weckerly? It's Mike Weckerly. Um, I saw a great piece on him. Uh, of course, he wants to relaunch that venue. He's put a lot of money, a lot of capital, a lot of time into launching that venue. And I feel for him because he was to have launched, I believe, in May. And I assume with COVID-19, uh, that's been put on hold. But uh, there's a very, very exciting uh, uh, renaissance taking place in Toronto when you see these venues uh, get resurrected because uh, it absolutely is an iconic venue without question. And again, you know, you speak about the music business. Uh, remarkable, the evolution and change uh, it, it has gone through. But through digital downloads, through streaming, um, record sales in aggregate, record revenue, so we're not selling discs, we're now selling zeros and ones, uh, is at an all-time high, uh, which is nice to see. Uh, so things do go through cycles. We're going through a cycle right now. And, J.J., of course, you watch market cycles. That's part of your uh, passion. Uh, so tell us, where do you believe we are uh, and where do you believe we're going uh, for the remainder of 2020? Well, um, obviously, we were in a, we are in an economic contraction or recession. It probably began in I don't know where, when they'll, they'll actually stick the pin in, but you know, sometime it's either March or April. Uh, we're probably going to end up with a recession that runs into the summer, and then it's over. We come back. The natural tendency of economies is to grow over time, despite the the, the cyclical nature of the economy. I want you to stop right there. That's like a very interesting point that I've really never heard. You know, we, we always speak about the markets always go higher. But we, the, the, the reason, you, the point you just made there is exactly why the markets always go higher. So I want you to repeat that point. Yep. If you look at long periods of economic data, uh, the markets track earnings. And over long periods of time, earnings track economies. And, you know, so I measure an econ the economy that's relevant for earnings as nominal 
or current dollar gross domestic product. So if you look at that nominal measure of GDP for the world, and there's good data for that GDP and for earnings back to 19, late 72, early 73, you know, nominal GDP growth lines up almost perfectly with dividend growth and growth in earnings per share, and that drives the level of stock prices. And then you add on, obviously, their dividend reinvestment to get much higher total returns. Same thing for the U.S. We have data going back to 1871, which shows that same kind of coherence. Um, and in the United Kingdom, you have data going back 300 years, thanks to the Bank of England. Don't have the earnings data, but basically over the long term, you, uh, United Kingdom nominal GDP increased. Uh, and with that came an increase in its stock price index. Didn't match up every year. Went for you know periods of ten years where it could diverge, but it goes up. So there's a natural tendency of economies to grow, driven by population growth, uh, which is basically sex. So it's not going away. The rate of growth will matter. Uh, will vary over time, and we're in a period Rebecca, of what did you, Rebecca? What did you just slide in there? Well, well I'm let's talk about you know at the very basic things are human instincts. Economic growth comes from uh, population growth and productivity, and those come from two basic instincts of sex, procreation, and uh, human ingenuity uh, and the, curi the curiosity of the human mind. So those things aren't going away. The rate of growth may vary, but we're going to grow uh, because of those reasons. And as the economy grows, uh, earnings are going to grow, and over the long run, the stock market will go up to reflect that growth in earnings. And uh, you're going to cycle around it. So at some point, we're going to be back on that upward trajectory for both the economy and the stock market. The stock market has coming off its lows. It's not back on that longer-term upward trajectory yet. But my suspicion is that the second half of the year is going to be one of economic improvement. Uh, and probably the equity market has more upside than downside for a period of time. You are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. We have John Johnston on the line. Uh, John is hot. He's got a lot to share with us. It's all about money, your money specifically, my good friend. Please stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, my good friends. I am Wolfgang Klein. Good morning to you. It's a show about money. It's a show that Jack Hartle and I put together each and every week just for you to help give you an edge in life when it comes to money. JJ Johnson joined us, Chief Market Strategist for Davis Ray. JJ, you, you being an economist, you know, I, I, with economic background, PhD in economics, as a matter of fact, you've taken it to the nth degree. You always tend to, in my opinion, as a friend, tend to have a bit of a bearish tone to you, a little bearish bias. Maybe maybe it's the uh, the boomer in you. I don't know the Grateful Dead. I, I don't. I was like a slight bearish to You're sounding pretty bullish right here, right well, now. I, these, are, something? these are part of my core beliefs, these natural longer-term tendencies. The question is, is so you want me to be sound a little more bearish here? That's, that's, no, 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 I don't. I, I'm curious. No, that's just, that's, that's, let's put some, let me put a few qualifications on this, and that's wind back. So let's pretend for a few minutes this is December the 31st, and we're, get, we're all ready to go out and get boozed up for New Year's, but we haven't heard of COVID yet. 
maybe we saw it on page 97 of the newspaper. But so what, are the, what was I thinking about that made me uncomfortable on December the 31st? I knew that population growth was going to be slower for the next 10 years than it has been. That means economic growth is going to be slower. I knew that we were having a lot of trade frictions and we were backing away from globalization. That told me the mix of growth, i.e. the mix between physical volume economic growth was going to be dampened a bit by these trade issues and maybe inflation would be raised a bit. Uh, so those are those were some like the, there was sand in the gears here on top of lower population growth. And I've been worried, you know, one of the things that uh, a lot of economists don't spend time on is incorporating balance sheets in terms of their economic forecasts and the possibility that, you know, hunks of the economy will go bankrupt. The only thing that a lot of economic models have in them for forecasting purposes, if the stock market goes up, that boosts consumption. Uh, it doesn't allow for defaults and stuff. So I was worried about the overhang of private sector debt, not government debt, private sector debt in Canada, both household and corporate, and in a, a number of countries, both household and corporate, in the, and in the emerging markets, mainly corporate, and in the United States, an overhang of corporate debt. Uh, and it raised the issue that what happens if there's a big interruption to cash flows or incomes? So then you, now we wind forward and we, we're now sitting here and it's May the 21st. And now we've had the, the most incredible shock and disruption to cash flows. I couldn't even imagine this. When I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm worried and you know, sweating about what's going to happen, I couldn't have conceived of anything this bad happening to... Black Swan, you know, Black Swan event. Uh, uh, it, yeah, so, you know... Warren Buffett had that great phrase is when the tide goes out, you know, who's, you know, in there without a swimsuit. Yep. So the tide went out, it's going to come back in. That's that long-term growth tendency. And plus with all the amazing policy stimulus we've had is going to help that. I'm worried about all the bodies that are floating face, floating face down in the water, whether they've got their swim trunks on or not. Uh, you know, once we get open, you know, you, you've talked about the, the, El Macombo, and I was very excited about that opening. I hadn't been in there since 2013. My buddy Mike McKenna did a show on the main floor, uh, uh, and it was great. Like, they'd done a great job before Weckerly got it, and he had um, the Hendrix's producer in there doing the sound, Eddie Kramer. And so this is this thing's a disruption. Like, uh, there's a lot of businesses that aren't going to open, and there's a lot of people who aren't going to get their jobs back. So I'm kind of worried that as we get into the later part of the year, even, you know, whether we have a, a huge second wave of this pandemic or not, uh, there's going to be a lot of carnage. And I think that it's going to take a longer time, quite a longer, a bit longer, uh, to get back to what we think is a normal level of growth. So I think, and and the normal level of growth is lower now lower level of economic growth now uh, is normal versus what it was even three years ago. So because of population growth uh, and because of all this sand and rocks we've thrown in the gears, we're unwinding this globalization, which was a huge impulse to, to economic growth, uh, asset prices, and uh, you know the, the accumulation of wealth for 25 or 30 years, and that's going to start reversing itself. So I think we have to be careful. Um, so right now, I'm, I look at the consensus economic forecast, and I go, that makes sense. The evidence right now suggests, first off, it, it makes sense to me as someone who thinks about this stuff all the time. I go, they thought it through. 
You know, they've never dealt with a pandemic before, but they thought it through reasonably well. And their earnings numbers look consistent with that U-shaped type of economic recovery. You V off the bottom, and it takes a while to get back to normal. My feeling is, is that we find ourselves at the end of the year, the economy's come back, the stock market maybe is testing new highs. I think it's more likely to test the old highs than the recent lows. And then I look at it and I go, you know, what is this unleashed? You know, what's going to happen to all these people who in the survey said, you know, if I, if I come up 200 bucks short on my income, I'm in trouble. Now they've come up with 100% short on their income. And so I don't know, I just kind of think that as we look into next year, I think that there's going to be a bit more cyclicality and we're going to be a bit and we're going to be below those longer term trends uh, for a little longer. I, and when I say a little longer, I mean several years. So the stock market's probably going to be higher in three years, but it may not be uh, on that on the trend it was on for the last few years heading towards 5000 on the S&P or whatever. Maybe, it, you know, we're going to spend a lot more time between 2500 and 4000 over the next few years than people are comfortable with where we spend in the next six months. Maybe we're going up to 3500 again. Uh, you're listening to Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I am Wolfgang Klein, John Johnson, a.k.a. J.J., uh, market strategist with Davis Ray, semi-retired, but continues to work very, very hard. And uh, well, he's getting all fired up right now. Lots of brilliant speak, brilliant thought. Uh, we're we're going to keep uh, J.J. on the line. What else do we have to do, eh, J.J.? Uh, Jack Hartle, of course, my right-hand man. Um, he gets very excited when we speak economics because that is his forte as well. So we're going to have to get Jack to line up a few tough questions for uh, JJ and uh, see what we can uh, bring to the table for you good friends. You stay tuned. We're here for you and your well-being on Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Listen, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, more money talk. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Been on that tune for you, but business is business, and we're here to service your money needs. Jack Hartle, of course, my right hand man, Wolfgang Klein, Mwausi, and John Johnston, a good friend of mine, uh, chief market strategist for Davis Ray. Uh, JJ is semi retired, but he continues to work full on. Oh, yeah, when you have passion, you do it, and you do it 110%. That's what JJ has always done 40 years. He's been on the streets of Bay, and I've worked with him for, well, on and off for over just under 20 years, I should say. It's been an absolute delight. Um, Jack, of course, economics is your background, so uh, you got yourself uh, an open mic here to chat with J.J. for a bit. Thanks, Wolf. Um, before the break, uh, J.J., you, were, you gave us a really good bull and bear case. Uh, based on, you know, the current environment, you talked about, you know, population, productivity, economies typically grow over time, and so do stock markets, not without their uh, – you know, uh, pitfalls uh, for short periods of time. But uh, for a retiree, and we do have a lot of clients that are entering retirement, um, what, what do you tell a retiree right now with the low interest rate environment, stocks are volatile, how do they position their portfolio, you know, to get through this virus? And then obviously they have to, um, you know, uh, their time horizon in retirement is anywhere from 20 to 30 years typically. Yeah. 
Well, obviously, uh, you need a reasonably diversified portfolio since we're uh, in an environment where no one really can tell you with a lot of confidence, uh, you know, how things are going to work out. I think things always tend to work out quite well or reasonably well, uh, given some of the parameters that we've talked about. Um, So, you know, I'm looking at, you know, bonds at current interest rates. I think rates are going to, interest rates are going to be low for a very prolonged period of time, probably 10 years. We've already had 10 years of ultra-low rates, and I think there's probably at least 10 more because we have a big government debt problem to work out of, and that's basically what they did after the Second World War, and we're going to have to do that again. So there's not going to be a lot of income coming from bonds uh, unless you really reach for risk. And it, with the overhang of corporate debt, a source of uncertainty, it kind of suggests to me that, you know, bonds are something I'd like to underweight in this environment. Because the next big move in bond yields is probably not down, other than for brief periods of time, it's probably up. And that's can be a real problem in portfolios. And I ultimately, you know, but that's kind of a a 10 to 15 year view. Uh, So I'm kind of inclined towards uh, a portfolio, a cash oriented portfolio on the fixed income side with stuff out to three years, uh, Canadian U.S. dollars, largely A-rated and better because that triple B category is full of a bunch of junk in there uh, that is, is problematic. So, you know, I think a very liquid portfolio of a-rated and better corporates, a few governments, out to three years. So you've got lots of liquidity and ballast in a portfolio. Um, so you overweight that, underweight a, a traditional bond portfolio where you got stuff out to 20 and 30 years. And then I'd probably overweight equities, uh, despite the fact that valuations are getting a little rich again, uh, partly because, you know, they've got – You've got these big ba- you have you can pick a big basket of blue chip global companies that are going to weather the storm and they've got dividend yields that grow over time and also uh, are higher than bond yields already so I kind of that's it's more of a barbell thing just leave out the longer term underweight the longer term bonds and overweight the the liquidity cash part and the uh, equity part but right now you know I look at the breakdown between large caps and mid and small caps it's the mid and small caps that have the bloated balance sheets um there are some larger caps that do as well um but their balance sheets tend to be in much better shape a lot of the share buybacks that got done in amongst big cap stocks were done to prevent dilution rather than to distort the balance sheet uh and reward management so i i look at that and i think it's fairly like that part of it to me is fairly simple. It's harder from, you know, when I think about the names of the stocks, I have a, you know, Davis Ray has a list like McDonald's and a few banks, which are fine as long as rates stay positive, uh, you know, Disney and things like that. And I'm, you know, picking those securities, companies that are going to weather the storm are going to be key. And that's what you, what I, I look to you guys for. Uh, you are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. John Johnston has just uh, shared with us his thought and uh, overview uh, on the way markets work, the way economies work. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take away uh, a good degree of optimism, always some caution mixed in. Uh, but, uh, JJ, you, 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 you've enlightened me. You've helped me out, as always. And I certainly hope uh, our friends at home uh, appreciate uh, your work. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of a, uh, a, a man who uh, was walking the streets of Paris 
And uh, there was an artist, and the artist, uh, the man said, would you like me to uh, have a drawing done for my wife? He said, sure. And so the artist uh, painted a beautiful sketch of the beautiful wife, and in 15 minutes, he handed it to him, and he said, that would be 100 francs. And the man said, 100 francs? It took you 15 minutes. And he said, my friend, it took me my entire life. AJ, 40 years of wisdom, my friend. I appreciate it very much. You enjoy the rest of your semi-retirement. We're going to bring you back on air. Uh, Please. Stay tuned. More show right after this. Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? Come on back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I keep saying that, my good friend. Oh, oh, good morning to you. Good golly. Indeed, it's Groundhog Day, sort of. The sun is shining, it feels like summer, and it sort of feels like May 2 for all over again, but with good weather. So I want you to enjoy your day. I am Wolfgang Klein, Portfolio Manager, and please, if you ever have any questions about finance, any questions that are even remotely related to money, and you don't know who to call, you can call your friend, Wolfgang Klein. WolfgangKlein.com. I'm easy to find, and Jack or I will respond to you within 24 hours because your questions are important to us, uh, and we will give you the right answer and certainly direct you in the right place for the help required. Um, we have Justin Mastrolangelo on the line right now. He is with BDO. He is a, a senior manager. Uh, he's an accountant uh, at heart. He's a very good accountant. And uh, there's just so much going on in the world of COVID-19. Corporately, personally, uh, there is money available. Uh, uh, and we need to know uh, how to access the various streams of money. Uh, for if we are tight, uh, there is help available. Uh, Justin, I want to thank you very much for joining us on the line. So uh, give us a quick primer. Um, first and foremost, what can people do seeking uh, guidance and help uh, in a COVID-19 situation? Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, morning, Jack. Morning, Wolf. Uh, great to be back on, and thanks again for having me. Uh, a lot. A lot is going on right now, uh, COVID situation. Um, you know, much has been talked about on the individual side with uh, the CERB benefit, so I, th- I think that's been out there for a-, a lot, for a long time, right? A long number of weeks here that that program has been available. Uh, What's it called? Uh, the CERB, the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. It's kind of like an EI supplement. Um, you know, that's, that's been available for individuals for quite some time. They rolled that out pretty quickly. And I think they've been um, pretty quick in terms of uh, being able to, to put funds in individuals' hands in a time of need. All right. I think, you know, the government was pretty apt at saying, you know, they're rolling out a lot of programs right now and they want to do their best in terms of putting cash in people's hands that need it. Um, yeah, you know, as quickly as possible. Let's stop. Sorry, Justin. Let's stop right there on that one because I do have a number of business owners as clients, small business owners, and I spoke to a number of them, and two of them uh, received a forty thousand dollar interest free government loan. And if they pay it back, and what are the details within a certain period? You only have to pay back seventy five percent of that money. How does that work? Yeah, this is this is another one. Uh, this is another one, Wolf. This is actually the Canadian Emergency Business Account, and another great program, right? So pretty easy to access this. Uh, this is for business owners that had a payroll account last year, 
and that had payroll between $20,000 and $1.5 million uh, in the prior year, right? So in this case, these business owners can apply right through their financial institution. Applications are pretty easy. Again, this program has been available for a few weeks, but if you haven't taken advantage of it, what it is is you get a $40,000 interest-free loan, right? You've got a couple of years to pay that back all the way until December 31st, 2021. So you've got a couple of years to pay that back. If you pay it back in full. So you said December 2021? Yeah, you've got, you've got a, almost a full year and a half from now to pay that back. Pay back. And you, I'm sorry, if, sorry Justin, you, you, you said you access that money, that loan through your financial, in other words, your bank? Absolutely. So you can apply, uh, you can apply right, you can apply online directly through your financial institution, CIBC, TD, RBC, uh, you know, they, they've all got these programs available for you to apply, uh, for, for, for you to apply on. So it's great. And again, if you, if you repay that loan, right, what's going to happen is the government's going to forgive up to $10,000 of the loan. So it's an interest-free loan of $40,000, interest-free loan in your bank account. And if you can repay it by that time period, um, $10,000 interest, $10,000 is forgiven. So it's almost mm-hmm. like they're putting $10,000 in your pocket. Now, albeit that's taxable on the back end, but still a, a great program to help with cash flow. With right? so Jack, you, you brought one up to Jack. You brought one up yesterday that was very um, uh, interesting. Uh, and I believe it, it, it was from large corporations uh, requiring funds, uh, basically having an unlimited, uh, a, a unlimited pool of capital available to them, but there were some strings attached. And those strings, I believe, were uh, participation in the performance of stock. So the government would receive what's called a warrant, and that warrant would be transferable into stock. Uh, so the government would also be able to participate in the upside. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. That's for large public companies. So that's the large employer emergency financial facility that the government's uh, proposed and implementing. And like mm-hmm. you said, uh, they're, they're giving a loan, from my understanding, it's recently announced. Uh, and then they're expecting uh, some warrants. Uh, I think it's about 15% uh, of the value of the loan, which means mm-hmm. basically what the government is trying to do is uh, they recognize that uh, you know these businesses need money as well, even though they're large businesses. Um, and if the government and the taxpayer is going to be on the hook and take risk, uh, they want some potential upside as well in the form of equity. So that's uh, that's the proposal that I saw earlier in the week. Um, but like Justin said, there's so many of these um, yeah these plans that are coming out right now and the way that they're rolling them out. Um, you know, there's a lot of assistance, a lot of subsidies for small business and large business. And it's because we're in difficult times. Yeah. yeah and that's, and that's, how do you navigate all of this? Yeah, that's a trick. It's being able to navigate because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And actually that business account that I spoke of, not, it's actually December 31st, 2022. I, I'm not sure if I said 2021. It's actually two years. I always have two years in my mind that you have to repay it. So you've got quite a long time to repay that loan. December 31st, 2022, if you repay that $40,000 loan in full, up to $10,000. So a lot of flexibility on that a Canadian emergency business account loan. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It's on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. If you're just tuning in, Justin Mastrolangelo is on the line. He is a senior manager and an accountant with BDO. They're one of the big shops on the street. Uh, they have access to the latest and greatest uh, Available financing if you're through some tough time. Uh, please stay tuned. More show right after this. Stay with us. There's more show still to come. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Almost heaven. 
West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads. Radio. Yeah, that song brings me back to 1971. I was just a wee lad, but I always had some money in my eyes. I was always interested in money. And hence, fast forward 50 years, and I'm doing a money show, and it's my privilege and pleasure to be with you each and every Saturday morning. And again, if you have any questions about money, uh, when it comes to financial planning, tax questions, legal questions, you're going through a divorce, you want to start up a corporation, trust, the list is long. Our available availability to great people and great solutions is broad and wide. And that's why we have Justin on the line. He's with BDO. He is an accountant. And we're speaking about all the various subsidies, loans, help available to uh, those in need, be it corporate, be it personal. And I want to thank you very much for joining us today, Justin. Uh, I, want, I want to keep it running, Jack. Uh, you had a couple more quick questions that you wanted to throw over to Justin. Yeah, so there's just a couple more, um, obviously, subsidies that are available to people out there and i just uh, the emergency wage subsidy justin is, is a big one that i'm hearing a lot about how are small businesses navigating uh that one yeah it's uh it's probably the biggest one and uh huge subsidy for small businesses that qualify they've really opened the door in terms of what an eligible employer is really anybody um partnership corporation um you know you know you know huge subsidy that they've that they put on the table um what we're seeing, we're, help, we're actually assisting with a lot of applications. We're seeing an alarming number of incorrect applications. So this is a big one, right? So if, you know, they, they, they initially introduced three eligible periods to claim the wage subsidy, the first one being wages earned between March 15th and April 11th, second period, April 12th to May 9th, and the third period was May 10th to June 6th. Now, what they were providing here is a, a maximum subsidy up to $847 per week per eligible employee. What was recently announced last week is that they actually extended the program 12 more weeks all the way until August 29th. So very flexible program. They're trying to put cash in business owners' hands. Now to qualify for this program, if you're an eligible employer and you have eligible employees, you have to demonstrate a decline in your qualified revenues over a specific reference period. Now, for the first period of March, you had to show a 15% decline in your qualified revenues, and you get to compare this. You got to show a 15% decline from March 2020 as compared to March 2019 or March 2020 versus the average revenue earned in January and February 2020. If you meet that threshold for the first period, that means your eligible wages paid to employees for that first claiming period March 15th till April 11th, you're eligible for the subsidy. Another bonus that is that if you met the threshold in the first period, you automatically qualify for the wage subsidy in the second period. That was meant to give business owners some certainty in terms of understanding when they're going to qualify and how much of their wages are going to be subsidized by the government. So with these next three periods, period four, five, and six that were introduced last week, at this point in time, we don't know if they're going to change the required revenue reduction, but Huge subsidy. I would imagine at this point in time, just about every business, business owner has got to understand and know about this subsidy. But I'm telling you right now, we're just seeing an alarming, alarming number of incorrect applications. People leaving money on the table, people leaving money that they can, you know, um, desperately need on the table. And not only that, 
there are substantial penalties if you file this file for this subsidy incorrectly. So we're talking jail time. We're talking name and shame. They've said that they could publish the name of all the companies that apply for this program. So you want to be very careful when you're applying for this subsidy that you're applying correctly and that you're not missing out on anything that you're entitled to. Well, the so is it small business owners themselves that are... Go ahead, Well, The devil's in... Sorry, guys. The devil's in the details, uh, Justin, and that, that is the point of surrounding yourselves, my good friends at home, with experts. And if you're a small business owner, you need a few more experts around you, specifically and including a very savvy accountant. Because uh, obviously, Justin, a, a client calls you up and says, what's available to me? You know what's available based on your understanding of the personal situation, both personally and corporately. Well, good friends, we're out of time. I want to wish you a wonderful weekend. Uh, may it be glorious and may the remainder of 2020 be just that uh, upward trajectory, uh, new opportunities, new horizons, with perhaps a slight change for the better to the way we go through our day-to-day lives. Jack Hartle, always a great job. I appreciate your time. Justin with BDO, your household name on Hi-Fi Radio. When we need an account, we'd like to call you. Uh, good friends, all the best to you. Listening to Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, portfolio managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi-Fi Radio for the love of money. We'll see you next week. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.